Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Thank you for listening to Middle of Somewhere. A couple dates, few dates, some dates. December 31st, you may know it as New Year's Eve. I'm going to be Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode Island. There's two shows, no shenanigans. Well, there'll probably be. You should come out and see that. Is the club called Shenanigans? It's not. It's called Comedy (laughs) Connection. Gotcha. (laughs) Son of a bitch. January 9th, I'm going to be Mercury Ballroom in Lover, Kentucky. Love. Where are you from? La la la. La la la. January 10th and 11th, I'm going to be at Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati, Ohio. North Aloha. I've always asked why they didn't name Cincinnati Sin City since there's two sins in it. Las Vegas really got away with one there, if you ask me. This is a bad bit. Keep going. Anyways, <laughs> January 30th. Well, somebody's just jealous he hasn't done comedy in a while. That's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bill Angville's Middle of Somewhere. <laughs> Here's your dates. You ever, you ever go to Cincinnati and you don't even get any of that evil chili? You know who doesn't go to Cincinnati? Sigh, even though he's scheduled to go there New Year's Eve. No, Fucking, don't do Well, it. don't come at me, bitch. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. You did a sin sin bit. It was terrible. It wasn't supposed to be funny. It was an interesting observation, I thought. Of course. January 30th, <laughs> I will be at Helium in Portland, 31st and February 1st. February 2nd, I'll be watching the Vikes in the Super Bowl. Miami. We'll be in Miami for a live podcast. Do you have any dates? Is that I don't think so. Let's go. Let's start the show. Cheese bro, I am going to follow him to all his winter cities so I can watch him try to take his coat off like he just did here in the studio. That's not fair because that was my joke that I made. I know, and I took it. You took it because I said the joke off mic, and now he's coming in to take a fat guy taking his coat off joke, but it was my joke. Hot start. Ukulele, please. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. You have landed in the middle of somewhere. The last middle of somewhere of 2019. The person you're listening to, of course, is Cy Amundsen. Hello. My co-host. How are you? I'm great. After that intro, I thought I'd calm things down a little bit. Let's let's start at a, a good place. Guess who's in the corner? Hell no. Not even close. It's Cheese Bro. Cheese Bro. Hey, Bales couldn't make it. Queso Hermano. Queso Hermano wearing a lifeguard shirt. Now, not only that, it's an XXL, but clearly not. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. He's it's That's an, like uh, lifeguards do that. Yes. They're like, oh, I wear XXL. I'm big, but they're all like lean and shit. Yeah, he's very lean looking. Because we, we had to get him to come over from uh, a climbing gym. Yeah, he was at a cl- And he looks like a guy who was at a climbing gym. Well, because he's got longer hair than I remember. And then also he's got it pu- pulled back with his headphones. Yeah, and he's got a pretty good beard. He looks like... Uh, and I don't know how many people are going to be familiar with this reference, but he looks like he could be on the cover of a Trampled by Turtles album. That's true. That's, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, thank you. I hate giving you credit after that intro. <laughs> thank you. But that's a pretty good one. Yes. Yeah, he seems like a guy that ha- is going to have to shave and cut his hair for a wedding in April. <laughs> <laughs> and he like, he knows it. So he's really letting it play letting out. Letting it ride right now. <laughs> also, it's it's so icy out. We almost didn't do an episode. Uh, yes, I know, but it's last of the new year. Last of so the new year. So we all risked our fucking life. I'm going to tell you oh, something. You know who didn't risk it? 
Fucking hay bales. Hay bales sends us a message. Oh, I just saw a bus slide down a driveway or some shit like that. And then we find out he takes a picture of the ice. But what's on the picture? He's wearing shorts. His dumb ass shorts. He's you wearing saw, shorts and tennis runners. It was so scary outside that you saw a vehicle slide down something and you're like, cargos. Yeah, you know what I need? I'll put salt in my cargo pockets. <laughs> Make sure I, I'll be my own little flower girl all the way down this sidewalk with salt. Just throwing salt in front of me. You know who are the biggest pieces of shit when it's icy out? And I'm not a vindictive person, but I was driving and I'm, I got in a car accident last year. So yes. I am terrified to drive in bad weather. So I, I was at about a solid 25 miles per hour sure. on the highway all the way down You got to take it easy when it's slick. People would come up behind me, get really, really angry, and then zip around me at an unsafe speed. And I like I don't want anybody to be hurt, but if any of those cars would have wound up in the ditch, I think I'd have pulled over, got out of my car, and shaked my dick at them. Like I oh, yeah. oh I just you you complete piece of trash. That's what you get. That's what you get, Scott, for driving your stupid SUV. Like you know, that. it's impressive you can shake your dick when it's this cold out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's pretty impressive. Because when it's this cold out, I'm just like, well, I'll, I'll wag it at you. Chad'll shake the hole that is where his dick yeah. used to be. Guess what? But when it warms up, you're about to see a turtle head. You know, Dave Mordahl, we've talked about him on the podcast yes, before. The one incredible of the, Dave Mordahl. In my, in my opinion, the best joke writer to come ever come out of Minnesota. And uh, he was in the first season of Last Comic Standing. And yes. He used to do this bit. He goes, you know when it's icy out and it's been snowing and you get this guy speeds by you being an asshole? It doesn't it feel great when you see him in the ditch a mile down the road, lights and sirens still going? <laughs> I always love that one. It's like an emergency vehicle and he's like, fuck you still. I've always, he's just so funny when it comes to that kind of shit. Um, you know who else I don't like? And I'm going to tell you, I like him half. I like half of them. Okay, let's hear it. MnDOT, Ooh. the Minnesota Department of Transportation. D-O-T, the people, cheese bro, who are pretty much responsible for my lack of driver's license for 12 calendar months. <laughs> now, I'll tell you this though. They're great. The budget and how it is run to get out and salt the roads and get at least the main roads ready to drive on. They do, yeah. That's very impressive. They do a good job of that. But whoever's updating that fucking computer over there can suck this dick. It's garbage. It is like you're checking, because I have to drive home. I have a three-hour drive after this, and it says um, fully covered. There are sections of I-94 fully covered. Do not drive. It is going to be dangerous and sometimes impossible to travel. Updated at 5.43 a.m. <laughs> and I'm looking at this shit at 11. I was going to say, was that for, from Christmas Eve? Yes, I'm Christmas looking at, at 11 o'clock. <laughs> Update your shit. And they're like, well, we're out there salting the roads for you. Don't tell me the guy in the plow is the same <laughs> motherfucker updating the roads. There's no way. You just cue over, Jeremy, fix a computer. He's just poking at it with one finger at a time. Is that, are those the plows you see in the median <laughs> where they've stopped for a little He's bit? Hold on now. Cracked yeah. open. Fuck that. No way. It's so ridiculous. I'm not looking forward to this drive home. What a nightmare. Speaking of how my brain works, and this is like a weird segue, but you know those commercials where they're like, hey, are you sick of getting out three different tools to do your trimming? Yeah. Right? <laughs> are you sick of opening your garbage can? Yeah, that's that's when I sit up in bed and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 
Are you also sick of having to gas up your weed whacker? Uh, yeah. Are you talking right to me? So three times in my life, I've fallen for that shit. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you this. In love with what I bought. Go on. In love with what I bought. I bought, well, I bought a weed whacker that does a bunch of different things, but it's okay. also um, the- They call it the mega whacker. The wire Jim. doesn't break. Oh, yeah. You don't have to replace the cord, which is really nice. And then also it does the the edging and everything. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we don't have to get into it. But then I also it's bought- It's like a beard trimmer for your lawn, yes. cheese bro. And I bought uh, a a portable, what would you call that? Like a, a stove. What do you call it when you put the pan on it? A hot plate? No, it's not a hot plate. It's like it comes with a whole set of pans and it's just like a portable burner. Oh, like a hot plate. No. <laughs> is that a hot plate? I have no idea. I don't think it is. I'm I not think, following I th what you're saying. I th so it's like is a it an induction? Like yes, an induction it is. heater? Yeah. Yes, it is. So fuck you, cheese so bro. Like, so you no one in. invited you onto the mic. I did. Thank you. I did. Specifically invited you. <laughs> also, you got to cut that hair before April. Jeepers creepers. Uh, so it's like you plug in this burner. You don't need a stove. Yep. And then you have all the pots and pans and you can cook anything you could cook on a stove. Oh. Amazing when you're going through a divorce. Great. So that's though that's another one that I loved. Hi, I'm Chad and I live in my office and this is the induction. <laughs> that is true. I did live in my office. Chad's Chad's just sleeping on his office couch and the TV's playing in the middle of the night. Are you divorced? <laughs> yeah. Have you not had macaroni and cheese in a while? Yeah. <laughs> do you want your kids to think that you're actually able to do things for them? Yeah! <laughs> just like freaking us, pacing around my office. Like, what the fuck? You can't really pace though because it's only four by four. So you take one step and you stub your toe on the wall and you have to go backwards. It was a long, it was a long year. Yeah. Anyways, the third but one is just, it's just like an inside grill that doesn't smoke. Yes. Really amazing. But here's the problem with that. I have the kind of attitude where I see things on TV. You can talk me into shit. Mm-hmm. Now let me introduce you to the documentary on Netflix called Game Changer. I have seen Game Changers. What did you think about it? I well, it's the are you? It's the plant-based diet documentary. The plant-based diet where yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it very desperately. So you're desperately is not a great word there. If you're, <laughs> God, I just need to go. I just, I just don't say the word. Oh, I gotta go. The V word. I can't stand. I it. gotta go plant-based. So. I'm watching this thing and it is interesting, right? It's mm -hmm. it's all these athletes, professional football players. Professional football players and it and it shows at one point it shows your plasma, they take blood after people eat a steak, a chicken and a bean burrito, three people yep. each eating one burrito and they take the blood and then they spin it in yep. the plasma machine. That's correct. And then two of them are cloudy that ate the meat and the the black bean guy is like clear as day. Yep. So I'm watching this and I, I know all of it's making sense to me. This thing about how the reason our digestive tracts are so long is because we were supposed to get the fiber out of everything and the nutrients out of plants. Mm -hmm. That's where our body's built for. Right? Yes. And so I fucking fall forward hook, line, and sink. Yes. I immediately. Chatty daddy's going plant-based. I go plant-based. Like in the last two days? In the last two days. How'd that go for you? I'll tell you. Okay. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> I tapped out in the frozen food section of Target yesterday. <laughs> it's too much. But I want Side note, do you want to know how long I made it? Come on. I got a bottle of pea-based protein back to my house, and I was like, ah, fuck this. Yeah. It, it is maddening. I ate like a salad, and I was like, ah, yeah. It shouldn't be this hard. No, it's so hard. I go, 
I go in my kitchen and I think I'm going to need breakfast, mm-hmm. right? So I go in there and I look around my house and guess what? Nothing is plant-based. No. So I find one packet. There's no of, such thing as an egg tree. Right. <laughs> yeah. I go and I find one packet of oatmeal mm. that is expired. Oh, good. I have some walnuts from cookies I made maybe two Christmases ago. <laughs> and I heat up the oatmeal and I pour in the walnuts and I go, I could do this. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> Go upstairs, use the elliptical, sweaty, feeling good. Mm-hmm. Also, what I want to tell you about this documentary is all the athletes that they show you are fucking Yoked. working out. Yeah. Nonstop. And they're in amazing shape. Which, side note, we don't know. They, the one point that somebody made to me about the documentary where I was like, there's football players, just and they're just plant-based. He goes, yeah, you know, and then the, you know, the human growth hormone and the steroids and the opioids. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, probably some other stuff. But I also don't even know about that. I think it, I'll tell you this. In the last two days, I felt very good. Okay. But, I, but and my plantar fasciitis from being clinically obese mm-hmm. has gone away <laughs> a little bit. That'll come in later. I am. If you look at that chart, I'm clinically obese, ladies. So, uh, is the chart just a poster of you trying to take your jacket off? <laughs> yes, it is. But it's actually, it's one of those charts where if you look at it at different angles, you can see different pictures. You can see my arms flapping to get off my sleeves. So I go, I have oatmeal. I go upstairs, use elliptical, come back down. I think, well, now what am I going to do? So mm-hmm. I put, I have frozen bananas. I have frozen berries. Mm-hmm. I have spinach. Okay. I have some, uh, acai powder. Mm, I have acai some, powder. I have some flaxseed. Oh, yum, I go yum, in, yum, yum, yum. I go all in on this. this sounds like it's going to be a real gross smoothie. smoothie. It was, it was purple and tasted like bark from yep. a tree. Anytime you put a bunch of plants together, it tastes like dirt. Cause that's where they're from. And that's okay. Because I'm willing to do this Mm -hmm. because I just want to see if I can. Yeah. Then the next night I go out to eat with some old friends. Uh Uh-oh. I get a black bean burger. Okay. With guacamole and salsa. Now I'm falling in love with this shit. Okay. I'm like, that's it. I I can do it. I guess this is what I do now for the rest of my life. Yeah. Get up the next morning, which was yesterday. Go to a vegan restaurant. Full. An hour and a half wait. Yep. Go to another one full. There's a line, no tables available Mm -hmm. because what vegans do, I didn't know this is once they're done eating, they read the paper and talk and shit (laughs) for a long time because they're boring people. (laughs) They only eat plants. They they don't, they're not exciting. (laughs) They probably talk about what they just ate and how they're vegans with each other. They're fucking horrible. Yeah, they're not a they're not a thrill-seeking group of people. Now, if you're vegan and you're listening, I want you to know that my control group was eight people. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I'm basing yeah. this whole thing off of eight people I saw. But I think that's a pretty good sample size. So then I take off. I'm pissed. I'm going to go get uh, a burrito bowl at Chipotle. But then I see this other thing called like Zupos or something. Okay. And I get uh, tofu in what should have been a steak bowl. Here's the thing with tofu. It's a bummer. It's the worst kind of bun. <laughs> it's so, it's like, oh, cool. I'm eating like a, a sponge with yeah. like oil in it. It tastes like a sponge with a different sponge inside of it. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't good. It's the worst. And then the guy was like, so first of all, I have to fucking ask the guy. I go, do you have anything that's, and I look around like I'm about to tell a racist joke. And I go, do you have anything plant-based? <laughs> And he goes, yeah, we can just put, uh, then he's like speaking loudly, like you've just overdrawn your account at the bank. <laughs> so Mr. Daniels, 
we can add some tofu instead of steak. I'm like, shut your fucking mouth, man. Shut <laughs> up. That happened to me. I was in Indiana with Jenna and we went to this restaurant and I, you know, my weird diet. And I was like, I was, I was like, Hey, I have all these food issues and I, I'm just curious. And I asked, I'm just quietly trying to ask the waiter away from everybody else. I'm like, Hey, uh, can I just get this and this? And they go, let me get the chef, chef Jim. This guy has a quite, and then he comes out to our table. And yeah. I thought I was going to be like, I can only have shrimp and this. And he's going to go one gay bowl for this loser. Like, I, I mean, we're in like small town, Indiana. We'd get you a slice of rainbow wedding cake <laughs> if we made it in this state. <laughs> and so, but he went back, whipped up like this shrimp bowl thing. That's like one of the best things I've ever eaten. And here's the thing. Yeah. You can judge all the people in a state by the state. Mm -hmm. But you find some real fucking gems some everywhere winners, you go. Some winners. I've yeah. really found that. Yeah. I'm, you know, I know I'm a negative. With the exception analogy. of Toledo, Ohio, I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> I'm going to have to think on that. Okay. So anyway, so, uh, you know, I go and I get this Zumba, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just put the fucking shit in there. And the, then at the end of this, you get an automatic strawberry dipped in chocolate. Oh. They give you that with your meal. Yum. And I go, can't have it. Sensual. I can't have it. Why? Because it's got milk chocolate. Oh my, is that when, oh no. That's what I'm telling you. Oh. So the guy, when I say, hey, can you make plant burst? And he goes, yeah, well, we could put in the blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and just so you know, there's honey in the sauce. And I go, I don't fucking care about that. Okay. This isn't for, for me, this isn't for the animals. Yeah. I want my plantar fasciitis from being clinically obese to go away. Gotcha. So, so I get that. Everything's going great. Mm -hmm. Then I don't know why. But I, I went to a hockey game, a girls' hockey game. Mm -hmm. The Fergus Falls Otters are down in the cities. Okay. And I screamed at the ref. <laughs> I screamed at the ref. I said, blow your whistle again, and I'm going to choke you with it. No, I screamed that no. in an arena full of adults that I know because they came down here. No. And I thought, Chad, you need to get to Red Lobster stat. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Is that why I sent you a picture? Cheese, bro, just the other night. It was no, last night. Yeah, last night. Just for no reason, he just sent me a picture of Cheddar Bay biscuits. <laughs> yeah. How many were left? Do you remember? Three of them. There were two of them were left. There were three. Okay. But I'm they brought me a basket of six <laughs> after my first basket of four. I'm telling you, I, I went like this. I go, blow that whistle again and I'm going to choke you with it. And then went all right, I got to go eat something that's not plants. <laughs> and that's when I tapped out. I actually, so I, I officially tapped out in the frozen food section of Target you, when I was looking at all the stuff and yeah, it was like it's four grams of protein, yeah. 97,000 grams of carbs. And you're like, well, I just can't be a fat blob because I'm trying to do this. It's the thing that's tough about it is for me is you, it's very hard to, I, and this isn't a likable thing to say, but I lose weight really easily. I can be underweight. Sure. And, uh, it's very hard for me to maintain weight. And if you eat fucking plants all the time, like you could eat, you have to eat so many vegetables to get to like one strip of bacon. It's crazy. Yeah. We watched a documentary on Christmas. My family oh God, did. Did you get fooled by it like I did? Um, I mean, I always get fooled by stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, like I get fooled by stuff where somebody's not even selling it to me. You know how many things I've bought from truck stop display cases? Yes. <laughs> I own 
two different crossbows that I've bought at truck stop display cases, a mini one. And then I went to a different truck stop and they had a different mini crossbow. And so I own two of them. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something. We're about to get a lot of messages that say anyone that says Boughton definitely buys things at a truck stop. Thank you, brother. So I'm going to, I'm going to let everybody know, you know, that's wrong. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm also going to say, I have, I feel more naive the older I get. Mm-hmm. You know how like old people send money to princes in Africa? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on my way. There's, there's this motherfucker who call, just, this is a side note. This is episode just going to go everywhere. There was some piece of shit who, when my grandma was a hundred years old, yeah. he called her and tried to get her like pretended. So there's a scam where people like monitor your Facebook accounts. And if you're on vacation, they find out where you're on vacation. And then they call your relatives and say, like Greg was in Mexico and called my hundred year old grandma and was like, Hey, it's your grandson, Greg. I'm trapped in Mexico and I'm having an issue. Will you wire me $2,000? And I told you I was sorry. I told you that right after it happened. And it doesn't matter. Your dad still did it. So there's no no apology that can fix it. Okay. Well, he's a smart guy. So we're watching. We're watching. Uh, so it's Christmas Day. And uh, my family, one thing they like to do when they get together is watch murder docs. Right? Oh, what a nice family thing. New murder doc cheese, bro. Have you seen Don't Fuck With Cats? No. Don't fuck with cats. I got a first. Okay. I've, speaking of cats, murder and family. Yeah. Uh, I, my, my grandpa died. We're all there for the funeral. How long ago was this? This was when I, in 95. Okay, cool. So it wasn't like last week. Right. So 95 people ask me, they go, Chad, pick a movie. Let's just get everybody watching a movie. Everybody in the same room. So I pick the lion King thinking amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mufasa dies. Sure does. And my grandpa was like the Mufasa of our family. (laughs) And my uncle gets up and he just looks at me and goes, great fucking movie and walked out. (laughs) And I was like, I know your dad died, but my fucking grandpa died. That's seriously what I told him. Because grandpas are better than dads. For sure. So I go. Well, I, for you specifically. I, I think for a lot of people. It may be, but I don't know that because, that's like 100%. Because dads are like, get the fuck away from my car. And grandpas are like, I'll show you how to change the oil. Yeah. Okay. It's like a lot more patience. Yeah. All right. But anyways, yeah, I couldn't believe he just goes. No, your dad was like, get the fuck away from your car. (laughs) Get away from that car. It's stolen. (laughs) The cops will be here in 30 seconds. Uh, So we're we're watching. So this is thing, don't fuck with cats. And I won't spoil it for anyone. I'm going to spoil it a little bit, but I won't completely. Well, let's say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Fast forward. So it's It's size story. So I'm guessing you need to go about seven minutes. It's going to be, (laughs) I might just do it in a Southern accent now. (laughs) So here's, so the, the thing it's about this, like, and this isn't ruining anything. It happens immediately. It's about this psychopath who makes a video of himself vacuum sealing kittens and killing them. And then he puts it on the internet and these, this group of like fucking nerds on the internet is like, we're going to catch this guy. And then it's a three episode documentary about all the crazy shit that happens afterwards. Hold on. So you, as a family, you sit down, you start watching a documentary. He's vacuum sealing (laughs) kittens and you guys think 
Let's keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a family. Well, so my dad is not there and that's an important part. So we're staying up at Arrowwood and Alexandria, right? We're staying in these little, uh, in these little condos okay. and, uh, the two condos connect to one another. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my dad, my parents live like 20 minutes away. He has dogs. So during the middle of the day, this is Christmas day. We've already had Christmas Eve and presents. He goes out to run his dogs. He he hasn't decided if he's going to come back in because my dad's not as social as the rest of us. Right. And my dad finds Finally, I get a text at like five o'clock that, and it's almost uncharacteristic. It's like, I'm coming back in and it's got an exclamation point. So it's very non Bruce. Uh And so like, he's happy. It's Christmas. He loves Christmas as a side note. Okay. My dad, my dad is so invested in Christmas. I don't know that anyone has ever worked harder. Well, your dad has worked harder to deceive people, but I don't think anybody's ever worked harder to deceive someone at the holiday. He was so invested in Santa Claus, like to the point where- at a very embarrassing age, I was finally like, dad, I don't think Santa's real. And he like, I, I was double digits at this point. Ooh, yeah. Ouch. And he goes, he goes, he is, he goes, I, I, don't, I don't think so. And my friends at school told me he's not, I don't believe it. So that year he had our uncle Doug, who always played Santa. Mm-hmm. He gets up on the roof and looks that we had a skylight in our house for some reason. Cause they were teachers. I think that was their big splurge. <laughs> this house and like, what skylight that'll show them. And so he, he's up on the roof and he looks over. So I'm like, Oh shit, maybe Santa, he's on the roof. And then now he's in the backyard and he drops presents in the backyard. And cause, which is smart then, cause if I'd have gotten close to him, I'd be like, it's Doug. That's uncle Doug. I know. I know the cigarettes he smells. That smells like him. Uh, cigarettes he smokes. And so then Doug disappears. We have this uh, behind our house is a pond. You remember? And that just big open field. Yep. So Santa Doug disappears into the big open <laughs> field and all of a sudden, and to this day, I don't fucking know how he did this. No one in our family knows how he did this. All of a sudden you hear reindeer bells. You hear a very clear ho, ho, ho that I don't know how it could have come from out in that field. And then a red dot light floats up into the air and disappears and not in like a, it wasn't a fire. It was a fucking light bulb. And I don't know how he did that. He, to this day, I went back, I was 11 years old in school. Like you guys are fucking idiots. He flew (laughs) out of our yard. Like I couldn't believe it. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Sound travels over water. Okay. Even when it's frozen. Yep. It was just a a glowing red bulb Mm -hmm. that we got at the dollar store and we put it on a helium. I'm your uncle Doug. (laughs) I'm actually your uncle. That's the most deceiving part of it all. (laughs) So also side note, my uncle Doug played Santa every year. And now my brother, my Jess or my brother, Greg, or I have to play it each year. And we have to basically paper rock scissors because he ripped so many heaters in that Santa costume (laughs) that you just like smell like a bowling alley for a week. If you have to wear it. That's so awesome. Is there any time in a person's life besides me because i know you're going to come at me for this okay is there any time in a person's life that a parent works harder to deceive their child (laughs) than the holiday season it's amazing it's like hey i'm gonna lie to you with my best lies so i can buy you more shit yeah yeah, it's It's so dumb it's amazing it's so dumb also this year so you've been to arrowwood you know all those big condo cabin type things there's like four of them right in a row so we're down on the end so jess my brother was santa this year and he had to walk out in front of the cabin and waved everybody (laughs) and we'd already had the presents stashed up on the deck so all the little kids got and see it and they're all excited and then he walks off and then afterwards we realized every cabin 
was full of families with children. And there's a good chance these oh, children just wow. saw Santa walk by and then didn't get him anything. <laughs> he just walked by and didn't visit him. It's so anyway, flash forward. <laughs> I'm going to actually start doing that. <laughs> I'm going to dress as Santa Claus and walk around the houses of people I know aren't getting anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go to that little tree where they put like, hey, little Emma is six and she needs this and this where you can take it and buy the gift. So you're just going to take it like a serial I'm going to track her down. Yeah. I'm going to track down Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk around. Just and be like, stand outside her window and just go, no, 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 no. <laughs> so my dad's coming back in. Okay. Loves Christmas. Also, what you need to know about my dad is he does not like heavy entertainment. Okay. Because, and I, I don't need to get into too many personal things, but you know, we've had a couple hard things happen sure. in life. And so I think to him, and I can understand this, television is an escape. Yeah. He wants it to be happy and right. fun. He doesn't want to watch this awful dark shit. Yeah. And so he comes in. What, now, what you don't need to know about your dad is that he had a ponytail. Yes. You don't need to know that for this story, <laughs> but I like to throw it in. But it can be there. And not just a ponytail, regular hair on top, pony in the back. Now, so when I thought he was like, I'm coming back in with the exclamation point, I thought chance he got his ponytail perfect <laughs> because I have brushed my daughter's hair for a very long time. And I, you know, when she was younger, put it into different things. Yeah. And when I got the perfect ponytail with no little, even fucking one hair no out of flyers, place, I would walk around and high five strangers the whole rest <laughs> of the day. <laughs> so he's coming back in and he walks in to see us watching a documentary about cats being vacuum sealed <laughs> and he is not happy. And so he sits down and he is just go like these people who are trying to solve the crime, who are just like internet nerds. He is going to work on them. One of them will say something. He goes, yeah, whatever you stupid bitch, it's your fault. Because like you can kind of like when you try to like they gave him the attention that this psycho wanted and it oh. kind of so he made this good point. And so, but it got, it got so bad that we had to make a deal with him. He didn't want us to watch the rest. So in between each episode, he got to watch like 25 minutes of something to cleanse his palate. <laughs> so we watched, uh, we watched a, a 20, just as a side note, the bitch he was talking about was a man. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, I figured. <laughs> so he, we'd watch an hour of the murder documentary and then we stopped and we watched 25 minutes of the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> But, the, but then, then our family, we were sitting there and he's watching and he's like, this is, this is good here. And then I was like, hey, have you guys heard that rumor about the munchkin who hung himself on set at the Wizard of Oz? Which is, it's not true, but it's a very famous rumor. You're and now everyone in the family is like Googling it and like uh, proposing theories. <laughs> so we watched the 25 minutes of the Wizard of Oz. Then we watch another hour of the documentary. Then we watch 25 minutes of Couples Retreat. <laughs> I watched that too. It's so good. And then we watched the last hour Sure. and my dad is just complaining and making mean, really funny remarks throughout the entire thing. And this, this woman, the main character, who's the worst at the end, she finally looks at the camera and admits that she might be complicit in this thing oh, by, wow. by pushing it along. But then she looks right at the camera and she goes, but you watch this whole thing. So how complicit are you? And Ooh. my dad goes, fuck you. And just gets up and storms out. 
<laughs> and he was being funny. So, but then he goes in, and this this will not be as funny to anyone in here as it was to me. It was just the hardest I've laughed in two years. Yeah. He goes into his bedroom, puts on his coat, gloves, and hat because he's going to go out and take his dog out because his dog's now in the car. And as he walks through the living room towards the door, he goes, oh, what a great Christmas, guys. Maybe after I walk the dog, I can come in and we can close it out with some hardcore pornography. <laughs> and then he just slams the door. <laughs> so it does have to do with his ponytail. It does, yeah. Sorry I ruined the punchline. <laughs> My sister's kids came for Christmas. Okay. And I'd like to tell you quickly, if I could. Yeah, let's do it up. That they're little fucking Petri dishes. Mm -hmm. And they're always sick. Yeah. And this year, my niece, who is eight, puked on Christmas morning for the third straight year. Uh, with an illness. Uh, it's not even Santa nerves. Now, I got a text from my sister because my, my daughter then got influenza B. Okay. And so that's I, the flu. It is. So I texted my, my sister and let her know that. And she goes, is in, is that a pukey one? Uh, no, that's okay, just good. like, uh, chills, aches, fever, sore throat, coffee, yeah, coffee. Yeah. yeah. So texted my sister and she goes, Oh, I feel so bad for Olivia, even though there's nothing really a person can do. Mm. And then I didn't text anything back because I would have texted back a list <laughs> of things that a person could do. <laughs> for example, Let's go over the list. Yeah, let's do the list. I don't have a list. It's just in my head. Let's do it. But my sister, when she came to town, the first message I get is from my mother that says, Jack, who is my nephew. Yep. One of the wiener one, high fivers. One of the wiener high fivers. Uh, Jack has strep throat. Oof. And so uh, my mom said, what would you like to do? And I said, well, not see Jack. <laughs> I'd like to not have Jack at my home. I don't want I don't, to touch I don't, him. I don't want to introduce strep throat to a house full of healthy people. I don't want him to be by our food. Right. This is how the bubonic plague starts. Yeah. Yep. So my sister calls and she's like, well, you know, the doctor says he's not contagious. And I go, did the doctor? No. I'm that not doesn't sure about sound it. like a doctor. Because here's the thing. I give my sister a ton of credit mm -hmm. because she is with these kids alone a lot. Yeah. And she's home and I haven't seen her since March and she yeah. lives across the state. You yeah. Know? So... It's like she wants to be part of this big family thing. And I completely understand that. Yes. But we need to look out for other people's health. <laughs> so she comes over with Jack. She's like, he's not contagious. He took his meds. He doesn't have a fever. And I go, hasn't been 24 hours since he had a fever. Well, I don't really know the time. And I go, all right. So I just <laughs> let it go. Then when I'm not there, my daughter comes over and my sister goes, why don't you hug your cousin Jack? No. So she cuddles up and is hugging Jack on the couch. And my sister goes, just so you know, Jack has strep throat. While she's, while she's hugging him? So why don't we throw it out on the list of what people could do? Yeah. Let not the, let, sneak attack hugs. Let somebody know. Yeah. So there's a lot of that shit going on. And It's uh, like, hey, Chad, you want to be blood brothers? Oh, you, I do have this AIDS thing. Yeah, have you heard have, of AIDS? Do you know what HIV is? And then the thing that comes after it, because that's where I'm at. Yeah. So I, <laughs> they finally left. I mean, it took, listen, I made, my sister will tell you over a hundred comments about her kids being sick. <laughs> if anyone ruined Christmas, it was me for you. sure. And I took it out on my son because we play this game. It's a three round of charades where you put fishbowl. It's the greatest game of all yep, time. Right. Right Just, after left, right center. Fucking love it. Quick, quick to explain. 
It's three rounds. It's like charades. You get as many words and actions as possible the first round. The second round, it's actions only three words. The third round, it's only actions. And and you here's the thing. At the beginning, how it works is you all put the clues in, and it's the same clues all three Every rounds. Every round, you put them back in. So what you should be doing when you have attention. words. When you have words, you should be paying attention to little actions, even if they don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. You could wave your right hand, and it could mean Elvis Presley. Yes. So my son... Puts in Lil Nas X. What's that? Is that type of like a type of gas? That is some. Oh, here comes Cheese Bros. Stupid finger. Old Town Road, right? Yeah, about a horse. Oh, yeah. the yeah. country rapper. So two people. Cool. So two people in this fucking living room know who it is. Son and, and daughter. And so yeah, so he gets it. He, or she, my daughter gets it the first round, and she, or, and she's trying to explain it. She's singing the song, and everybody's like, ah, "All right, next clue." <laughs> then my son gets it, and so we finally figure out what it is. I still don't know who it is. He goes, "You don't know who that is?" No, I have XM. Yeah. I don't have to listen to pop stations. Yeah. So the next time I, I get three words, and we have not done any actions okay. because everyone's so fucking furious about this. Yeah. I go, "You wrote." And he goes, I wrote it. And I go, hard. And he goes, Quagmire? Because he also wrote Quagmire from Family Guy. Okay. Because before he was like, giggity, 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 giggity. Yep. And my mom was like, what the fuck are you stroking out? <laughs> so I, it, a minute passes and he doesn't guess it. Okay. And I lose my mind. And my daughter, who is sick, so she's getting grumpy. Goes, Dad, relax. It's just a game. This family is so ridiculous. And I just go, you know what's ridiculous? Writing fucking Lil Nas X. <laughs> so I, I ruined Christmas with an F word. <laughs> We're playing a family game. You know how often I play family games? Christmas. <laughs> That's it. It's the only time the whole family gets together and plays games. And I'm like, you know what's ridiculous? Writing Lil fucking Nas X. And I freak out and I go, you wrote it. Fucking guess. I go, you wrote. Guess every fucking thing that you wrote. And now I'm losing my mind and my family's moving away from me on the couch. (laughs) Do you have any idea how unfortunately similar we are? (laughs) Because I, on Christmas Eve day, we go Christmas Eve morning, we go to the restaurant in Arrowwood. Yep. It's me, my brother Jess, my mom, my wife, my brother Greg, his wife, baby Alan. And did you go to the restaurant because you couldn't skate or sled or ski or snowmobile like they said you could, and then they never gave you your fucking free rooms? <laughs> you want to talk about this piece of shit? Chad has baggage with Arrowwood Resort. Big so, time. So we go I spent, there. Hold on. I, spent, <laughs> I go there, right, with my family and, and says, like, you can skate. You can figure skate. You can sled. You can snowmobile. You can ski. All that shit. Couldn't do any of it. It's not their fault for the weather, but it is their fault that they still have it on the website. So I go down and I wait two <laughs> motherfucking hours to talk to somebody about this. Finally, Joelsmus comes down. Yeah, Mary Joelmus. Mary Joelmus comes down. And he, he, uh, works, he there. works there and Cheese he goes, broke. he goes, Hey, I'll help you do this or whatever. We get it all figured out. They're going to send me free, free rooms, free night stays to my house. Never got it. Oh, never fucking got it. Okay. We'll take that up with somebody. So we're in the restaurant. <laughs> no, yeah, we don't do that on this we show. Sure do. Oh, so, great. Now people are going to accuse me of stealing from your mom's house. <laughs> So we are sitting there and I am switching insurance carriers this year. Okay. My brother, Jess and I run a company. 
and we have group insurance. Okay. And we are switching insurance and it's very close to the gun. And my mom is very concerned that I'm not going to get it done, sure. even though I've gotten my own insurance for quite a few years in a row. And she keeps bringing that up and it's starting to bother me. And now Jenna is bringing it up and it's really starting to bother me. And now Jess is doing a thing that drives me nuts. He gets real paranoid that people are listening to his conversations. Sure. So when we're in public, he'll talk like this. Oh, I can't stand it. I fuck, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. So I kind of snap at him and then somebody says something else about the insurance and I kind of snap at them. And now I'm like really kind of losing it. And he whispers one more time. And I said the F word a couple times and I got up to leave. (laughs) And this is how big of a psycho I am. I got around past the buffet and I came back and this wasn't fair to Jess, but I pointed at him. I go, this is your fault. You don't, you got to whisper at a restaurant all the time. Guess what? Fuck, 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 fuck. Merry Christmas. Fuck. And then I just walked off and it was. What a psycho. Okay. Okay. I did it with people I love. I did it with people I love and the other people in that restaurant. But we pulled it together after that. We had a really nice Christmas <laughs> after that. I just figured you were going to whisper, all you motherfuckers are going to need insurance when I firebomb this restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm good for one meltdown per holidays. And I would say every third year, it's someone else's fault. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Can I tell you about someone who got mad that isn't the two of us? Okay. I am taking a right turn, right? I'm at a stop sign. Oh God damn it. That's he got, he road raged again. Cheese bro. No, I didn't. No, I did not. I was at a stop sign taking a right. And I see somebody pulling out of, to my left, right? So they're going to be coming towards me, Mm -hmm. but they're pulling out of a parking lot, like entranceway or exit way. Yeah. And they're pulling out on the same street. So I think I definitely have time. Yes. So I pull out, not a problem. All of a sudden, bright lights. This guy goes around me and his tire had to have been up on the snowbank. Okay. Cool. And in on the shoulder and then pulls around me and slams on his brakes. Oh boy. So I honk my horn. So he's trying to he's trying to get it. Now I'm gonna tell you something. His back, the back end of his suburban, all rusted out. Okay? I thought you were gonna say it was like a Confederate flag. No. So <laughs> I was I, I leased a car this this last year mm-hmm. because I just I needed my old car broke down. I didn't know what to do. So I just hurried up, leased yep. a car, blah, blah, blah. So it's nice. Mm-hmm. I have had cars with rusted out backs. Mm-hmm. And I remember when people with new cars pull out in front of me, I'd be like, fuck your mother. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, you think you're fucking privileged because you have a new car. And I would go around them. So that doesn't bother me. But I still honk my horn like, I'm into it. I'm into this little chase. <laughs> so now we're both taking a left. As soon as you take a left, I flash my brights. Just to let them know, my car has brights too. <laughs> He's not having it. So he slams on, and I'm talking slams on his brakes, doesn't slow down. So I have to, I mean, like my car slid when I hit my brakes. That's how hard it was. And I thought maybe I was going to go into him. Okay. Then I'm like looking over and he just leans his head out the driver's side, looking back at me. And so I give him a wave and I give him the old, put two fingers up. And I go, you can go forward, right? Like I'm, like I'm helping to land a plane. It also looks like you're a gun. shooting a gun. But it, but it wasn't. Okay. But I go, you can but go forward. He gets to interpret that any way he wants. That's true. He doesn't like, oh, you won't go. So I pull to the right mm-hmm. just in case, because now I'm thinking to myself, this is how people get shot. Yeah. <laughs> so I pull over to the right a little bit, just enough so I can see if his car opens, his car door opens, because in my head, what I'm going to do is I'm going to speed around him and I'm going to fucking knock the 
car door right off his car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe break his legs in the process. Nope, not going to hit him. Give okay. him time to jump in, okay. but definitely bend the door back. I mean, but if he has a gun, smash his legs, yeah. To see what's up. Yeah. So he won't move. There's a car behind me now. So now we're just sitting in the, the intersection. Yeah. Or not the intersect, but in the road. And so I go down an alley. I just go, fuck it. There's an alley right here. I'll mm -hmm. just go problem erased. Problem solved, yeah. Wrong. The person behind me doesn't come up to seal the crease. So this guy puts his reverse lights on. First alley chase ever. Holy shit. Yeah. Like big puddles going everywhere. I'm within inches of people's garbage cans. It was a real alley chase. Oh, man. And so now I think, I think I am going to get shot. <laughs> So I'm like ducking down and being as skinny as possible, which is not easy when you have to flap your arms to take your jacket off. Yeah. So I'm like being as skinny as possible with my plantar fasciitis from being clinically obese <laughs> and I'm driving and I go into the next intersection. I make sure I turn my lights off uh -huh. and I look for other lights coming. Don't see any, turn my lights back on, whip a left. I have all wheel drive. I'm thinking looking good. Yeah. Get up to a main road. There's a fucking bus coming. So I, I really can't go where I'm going to get hit. Oh, or you could do that thing where you zip past the bus and then but I he have. gets hit. The timing, but you maybe could have. The timing you never wasn't there. And it gave it him enough time. It usually works in movies. Okay, go ahead. Gave him enough time to get up and he cuts me off and now he's just staring at me. What's he look like? He just looks like a really mad person. <laughs> and so I look at him and I go, "What?" I put my hands up. I'm like, what is your problem? Uh -huh. Right? And then he stares. He's not doing anything. Just stares me down. Mm -hmm. And so I go. And at this point, I think if I'm going to get shot, would have happened right there already. Oh, for sure. So then I go. He's not cool enough to let you sit in it. For right. A while. So then I go, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> That's what I mouth very slowly. <laughs> and then he like tilts his head a little bit. And I go, no, nah, he still might have a gun. <laughs> so I drive over the snowbank, get onto the main road. I'm just going slow and finally he finally he turned but I just kept waiting. I kept waiting cuz I was like I have a quarter tank of gas and I will use every You can go at this for a while. I will I'll go I'll drive to the fucking airport. Get out, leave my car like a bomb threat, cops, I don't care. It was so I've never I've had road rage. Yeah. Never have I been in an alley chase. No, not ever. Obviously. I have to tell you though, it was awesome. It felt so good. Oh yeah. And your vehicle, it's a it's an it's an SUV, but it's not a small SUV. It is the large size SUV. Yeah, so it's wide. Yeah. So I was really coming close. And I thought at one point, like, how do I somehow fishtail into these garbage cans and knock them over in front of him. I don't think it would have stopped him. You can't, you can't die in a car in a road rage incident because as good as it would be for this show to play that see you again from the fast and the furious movies for our last episode. <laughs> I just, that's not a fun way for me to end this show. So I need you to be safe. I had, uh, I was on the interstate on the way down here to go to that dinner that I was getting chased mm -hmm. for. Again, I'm in the left lane. If someone doesn't move and they're going slowly, I just flash my brights gently. Let mm -hmm. them know, like, I'm here in case you didn't see me. Yes. So I flash my brights. Guy slams on his brakes on the interstate. So I go around him and I just, that's it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, all right, I fucking, he's mad, blah, blah, blah. He is behind me now, flashing me for about 30 miles. Okay. And I have a, I have a change jar in my car mm -hmm. and I took a handful of change. No. And I thought, I'm just going to throw it up in the air. No. But I didn't. Good. I'm not a fucking lunatic, but I did. Wow. I, no. Here's the thing. I get right to the edge, and then I'm like, you can't jump. <laughs> you idiot. 
Your life is good and you're going to go to jail for fucking spinning out a car? Don't be an asshole. <laughs> and so then I put it, but I was thinking like, oh man, I'm close. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can, I would say that's a very good description of you is near the edge a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. Always just looking over like how far is that jump now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many, how many feet up in the air does water turn into concrete? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should end the show. I do have to leave. But before we do, it's New Year's. New Year, new, new me. New Year, new you. Should we do resolutions? Let's. Okay, I think that I'll probably make sure that I always tell the people I care about how I feel about them when I have the opportunity. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Do you want to maybe get in on that? My New Year's resolution (laughs) is to not sit around and waste time after I've told people I need to leave. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.